For centuries, humans have been growing alongside our botanical brethren. Our histories have mixed and mingled to bring us modern medical marvels, faded folklore, and everything in between. Of course, in order to understand the plant, we have to start with its roots. I'm M. Grebner Gaddis, and this is Rooted. Hello, and welcome back to a super special bonus episode of Rooted. This week, I'm joined by the lovely ladies of Friend Diagram. As I'm sure you all remember, we've actually done a crossover with these ladies before, but I thought it would just be a fun way to celebrate spooky season and try something a little new. So we're going to be doing a watch along of the 2018 film Annihilation. Remy, do you want to start by talking a little bit about why we chose this film? Absolutely. And thank you so much for having us, Em. I'm so excited to be back. And I am super pumped to watch this amazing film. Like Em said, we're watching Annihilation, the 2018 film that was written and directed by Alex Garland, one of our faves on <laughs> Friend Diagram. It is based on the novel by Jeff Vandermeer. And it stars Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, Tessa Thompson, Oscar Isaac, and a lot of other great friends, too. And we thought this would be a really fun watch-along to do uh, with Friend Diagram and Rooted because it's one of our favorite films. It's by a filmmaker we really love, Alex Garland, and it incorporates a lot of interesting plant life, which we thought would be really interesting for you, M, and explores a lot of just really fun themes and existential dread and just general <laughs> unnerving spooky vibes for spooky season. <laughs> we love existential dread on this podcast. Absolutely. All we cover all facets of history. It's all the scariest part of all. Yeah. The one <laughs> universal thread this whole time, we've all been thinking it universally, <laughs> existential dread. Mm-hmm. It's what ties us all together. Oh, yeah. It's our friend diagram. It is. <laughs> Kat, will you tell the audience how they can sync up their viewing experience with us as we watch Annihilation? Yes. So the best way to sync up is going to be to pull up the film, press start when we tell you to start, we'll do a countdown, and then you'll watch along with us while we give our commentary and then we'll have an intermission midway through the movie where we'll ask you to switch feeds from rooted over to friend diagram to watch the second half of the movie the link will be in the show notes so click on that to get over to our feed (laughs) exactly yes the link will be there and it'll be on the website so wherever you're listening you'll have access to it yeah awesome and then if you are watching a version of this film with ads So if you're watching on like Paramount Plus or something like that, you will have ads throughout the film and you can just pause the podcast episode and watch your ads and then resume once your ads have completed. Mm -hmm. So yeah, am I missing anything? No, I I think that should be everything. And we're just going to hope for no technical difficulties. All right, perfect. Well, then we will get started. Pause us if you haven't gotten the film pulled up yet. Um, Once again, we're watching Annihilation, the 2018 film. So, three, two, one, go.
and we're rolling. If you're watching the production credits zoom in for Paramount, you have timed it correctly. <laughs> that is true. And don't freak out if you can't hear anything but our voices. Literally, there's like no sounds to the beginning of the movie, basically. I know. When we did our audio test earlier, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a good like minute where I was like, oh my god, everything is broken for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He just really wants you to start stewing in that dread early. <laughs> in the void. Of silence. <laughs> I can hear something now. Oh, yeah. There's like a clanging of church bells that for anyone who grew up like I did will immediately. Dread is there in your heart. Mm-hmm. We're just watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm also just, imagine being interrogated in, like a dog. They're like, what did you eat? Yeah. <laughs> what did you eat? She's living my dreams, Josie is, just so everyone knows. Wow. Cats are going wild in the background. <laughs> I like the score. Yeah, let me look up who did the score. It kind of gives The Last of Us, which I appreciate, because there's yeah. a lot of imagery that really like mirrors itself between this film and The Last of Us. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It does remind me of The Last of Us. Yeah, when I saw The Last of Us trailer, I was immediately like, oh, they took a page out of Annihilation's lookbook, which mm-hmm. is wise. I also love that they call it the shimmer for some mm-hmm. reason. It just makes it seem like a little bit more fun, even though it's awful. Mm-hmm. The music is by Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury. Mm. This is a really nice classroom. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Her voice is too soothing for a lecturer. I know. Everyone's (laughs) going to be asleep in that class. It's kind of like a guided meditation. (laughs) Ooh, that would Mm -hmm. be kind of nice. I like the rainscaping they've done outside. Like, it seems like they're really taking advantage of, like, natural occurring plants. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
she does kind of take a turn. She goes from, like, guided meditation to, like, bam, the thing I showed you is cancer. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little jar. Uh, wow, well, I didn't realize until now that one of the actresses in that class is the main character from Devs, but that makes sense. Oh. We love Devs over on Friend Diagram. We love Devs. <laughs> well, half of us loves Devs. Half of us <laughs> loves the idea of Devs because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> It can't be an episode of Friend Diagram unless Remy brings up devs. Em, <laughs> do you have any garden parties? Oh my god, my dream is to host you guys at a garden party someday. <gasps> I would when I don't love live to attend a garden in the party. Desert. I would love to have you. I have grand plans. Someday we're going to do it. Crossover of the century. Friend Diagram rooted garden party yes please count know, me in i don't know what we're watching yet but obviously something on a projector outside if you ever do live shows you should call them garden parties yeah okay that would be really cool <laughs> i'm obsessed now that has to happen sorry everyone and ev- there's gonna be like a dress work. code you've got to like <gasps> get like dressed as if you were going to a garden yes. party mm-hmm. this is my new dream i didn't even know i needed a new dream or that annihilation <laughs> would be the place i landed it but here we are <laughs> As a good team. Yes. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. The people's father. Yes. There's no paint on that roller. No. Oh, it's white. She's painting it white. I was <laughs> like, what is happening? I think because my probably... house is the opposite. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Our house is all white and I'm constantly painting something green. So in my mind, I was like, that couldn't possibly mm. be it. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know what I would do if Jack, my husband, was just gone for months at a time and I thought he had truly disappeared and he just showed up. I don't think I would react as calmly as she does. Mm-hmm. I think I'd shove him down the stairs assuming he was there to murder me. <laughs> I think he was a ghost. Yeah. I'd be like absolutely a phantom. You immediately start just like staging your apartment. Yeah, I'd probably be fine with it. Yeah, plus he's acting kind of sus. Like, yeah, <laughs> very... Unanimated. Yeah, if Jack was this not excited to see me, immediate, Mm -hmm. immediately I'm mad. Straight to jail. Yeah, like I know he's clearly been through something traumatic, but come on. Mm -hmm. He's like, why are you painting the room? Yeah. I like that glass. That's a nice glass. I've become very interested in glassware recently. (laughs) 
12 months. That's longer than I remember. Mm. I thought it was like one month. He was gone a whole year. That's insane. That's a cool shot. Mm -hmm. Big fingers. I was like, I can't unsee it. They just kind of look like Vienna sausages to me in the glass. Every time (laughs) I see the shot, I think it. Oh, I was thinking more of like the distortion of the human form through the lens of some other medium. See, which one of us has has a film podcast? Take your guess. (laughs) Mm. Uh Nope. Mm-mm. Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh. I obviously love Jack, but if he, the second he pukes blood onto me, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. What is uh, I feel really bad for the EMTs. <laughs> They're oh, just yeah. trying to do their job. Yeah. That sucks. It's weird they were able to find him once he was in a, an anonymous ambulance rather than at his home where one would expect to find him. <laughs> yeah, they were probably listening to like the the radio chatter and they were like, Ooh. oh, he's in this ambulance. We Bet know where right. he is. And then they tracked him down. Good point. That looks so uncomfy. I know, oh, yeah. I was just thinking. Oh, who is that? That's Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, I like her. Mm-hmm. You're right. I can't not think of the Hateful Eight when I see her. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> what I was trying to remember her from. Mm-hmm. Love the Hateful Eight.
She's got a great CV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not okay. That's quite a facility. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
Everyone's doing a lot of hand acting in this scene. She is, yeah. Can anyone tell what his tattoo is of? I have no idea. Looks like a bear. Like the face towards the front and then it's going back. Do you see? Like she's touching the face right now and then the body's behind Mm, it. Yeah, I think you're right. The comment of just, don't you think we should make friends, feels like me at every function I have to go to alone. (laughs) 
Gina Rodriguez is so cool in this movie. I think it's my favorite role of hers. Mm. I love how they styled her. This is a good crew. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Biologist? <laughs> I love that. That's the only theories. <laughs> I feel like as scientists, we can come up with a couple more. Yeah, yeah. it's a couple.
I feel like if people enjoy this film, they would also maybe like Michael Crichton's Sphere. That's yeah. like one of my favorite books by him. Have they made a film of that? I don't think so. I wish mm. they would. It's so good. Do you think it would be doable? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Benedict Wong is so good in this. <laughs> I know. He's so good in everything I've seen. Yeah. Him. Oh, look at all those plants. I know. There's so many good ones. <laughs> Brush. I wonder where they filmed this. I ask myself that every time I watch this movie. Mm -hmm. They say it's like swampy, so I don't know yeah. where it comes yeah. Swamp. In the film, it's meant to be in like southern Louisiana. God. But I um. think in the books, it's in the Pacific Northwest, I want to say. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm trying to figure out where they actually filmed. It says Suffolk, England, Windsor, Berkshire, England. Yeah, a lot of it was filmed in the UK. Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that because I feel like I don't think UK and Swamp, but I guess yeah, it makes sense. Mm -mm. It says The Shimmer was filmed at Windsor Great Park, Windsor, Berkshire, mm. England, UK. Wow. And I'm going to mark it as helpful. Thank you, yeah. IMDb. <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten to stop. talk about, like, swamp plants much on the podcast, but it's mm -hmm. coming. Don't worry, guys. Ooh. Oh, good. Is, like, a moor a type of swamp? Or, like, just a general wetland? You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure what technically constitutes a swamp. Shall we find mm. out? Yes, please. Mm. Look at that tent. That's a nice tent. I would sleep in that tent. Oh my god, so pretty. Wow. Okay, so in order to be a swamp, it just has to be permanently saturated by water and have lots and lots of trees. Oh, trees are a prereq. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. oh. Then I guess the moors aren't very... Don't yeah. Because I don't really think of trees in the moors. That's a good point. Yeah, I guess... I guess it would be different. And it makes sense with permanently saturated by water. You're going to get lots of trees because they need a lot, a lot of water. Like even around here, cottonwoods drink at least 50 to 500 gallons of water a day, depending on how old they are. So, are you serious? Yeah. That's like so the gosh. ones that grow in the water need a lot, a lot of water. Wow. Huh. But yeah, usually the rule of thumb is like 50 gallons. Whoa. 
I have no idea. I just feel like they had to have a second unit somewhere for all the like jungle looking stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also curious about well, I guess that kind of lichen can take pretty decent cold. I always think of it as being like swampy, but we get that lichen up here too. The Spanish moss looking mm-hmm. yeah. stuff. So it's called Spanish moss too, but it's actually a lichen. Okay. Yeah, there's no more information. I mean, could it all be CG? I was wondering that same thing. Like, how much of it is practical versus CG? Especially when Mm -hmm. you start getting into, like, all the stuff they have to add with the shimmer anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to have to take a field trip there, I guess, to answer all mm-hmm. our questions. <laughs> My well, garden I Googled party the park, the <laughs> and it doesn't look like that, so. Wow. Yeah. We're going to have to email Alex Garland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're flummoxed by the rainforest. Ooh, I love this setting. Oh, man. Ugh, is this the scene? I think this is the scene with the terrible, terrible jump scare. Yeah. Thanks for the warning. (laughs) I've been listening to a lot of Rattled and Shook recently, which Mm -hmm. is like a a horror variety show. And they call jump scares a face in your face. And I think it's very funny. (laughs) They're like, I don't like a face in my face. Yeah. I really love all the larkspur in this scene. That's the mm-hmm. white spiky flowers. Those Ooh, are okay. lovely. Mm-hmm. And there's like orchids and stuff mixed in. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. But I like the way they have them all changing colors in those like blocked. It's like very unlike the way that they naturally would change color if you were to do the separation of their vascular system. Like it's just very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. The people who made the props for this movie must have had a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh Art department. Oh. Yeah. Or, um. What also, a cool opportunity. Yeah. The people. So I used to work in a nursery and we would sell plants to different films that were filming here in New Mexico. Get um, out. Wow. Yeah. So it was cool. super interesting to get to talk to them about like how they choose the plants they choose and like all the different things they have to consider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You gotta take off that pack. 
Yeah, there we go. I mean, hire me if you're looking to get plans for a movie. This would be my nightmare. Yeah, fighting in the water is so hard. It's a hard pass for me. I think I would just give up, to be honest. Like, they've already talked <laughs> about like, how just much... Just take me. Yeah, they're already <laughs> talking about how scary it is, and, like, they don't know what to expect. I would be like, if this is what the rest of the journey is, I'm good. Like, I got to see the weird plants. Let's go. Yeah. I'm out of here. I just really like that it's in a flooded living room. There's something really yeah. uncanny about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's extra creepy. It also makes a lot of sense that they, a lot of people don't come out because if you lose time for the first three days, it's going to be really, really hard to find your way back to where you started. Yeah. That's a good point. So it like, whoa. That guy's big. That yeah. guy's so big. <laughs> if I saw that, I would be like, never mind. Let's just go home. All of the thoughts in my brain just, like, immediately left when I saw that big guy. (laughs) Why did we wait so long to start shooting? (laughs) I feel like we could have started way sooner. We've seen how big that is. Do we really truly feel like guns are going to do that much? Like, especially... Oh my god. He just seems unfazed. Yeah, I feel like in the mouth is a good... Uh, yeah method but yeah but then you start to see that its mouth has like multiple mouths yeah i don't know uh anytime i watch a movie like this i realize how much i'm not equipped to handle an apocalypse like i could get you through like oh you need to forge for things but the second some creepy mm-hmm. shit starts happening to me i'm out i don't want to <laughs> live with the emotional trauma that is multiple mouths happening yeah yeah or almost being eaten. Also that. Yeah. Or also, I can never get this close to it. Even dead. There's no guarantee it's for sure dead. Mm-mm. Yeah. Wow. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, but no rules here. That's true. No rules in the shimmer. I love that mouth noise they added in at the end. Yeah, oh, that's that. nice. <laughs> very good meaty mouth closing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remy, I think they should hire you to do like the descriptions of the different sounds. I think you'd be yes. very good. Oh my god, Cat and I talk about that all the time. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Infinity Pool had some really good ones. Squelching. Um, something some type of squelching. Wet squelching? I see that one a lot. Is it something... Uh, I forget what it was, <laughs> but it was squelching related. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'd love to write those... <laughs> meaty <laughs> mouth noise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> meaty thunk. Ooh. Wow, that's so pretty. I wonder what those fish would taste like. I feel oh, like they'd yeah. be crunchy. Yeah, I feel like you could slurp them down like some glass noodles. <laughs> I was thinking glass noodles too. I can't. Ick.
Why are you giving weird vibes, lady? They're being very chill with their canoe rowing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very Every gentle. Time I watch, they're going very straight, too. They I don't are. know how they're doing it. <laughs> it's, it Movie magic, be. baby. <laughs> yeah. All those people in Central Park need to uh, take a page out of the snow <laughs> Anytime I watch this movie, I think of the time. So Kat and I have been friends since childhood, and we went canoeing once. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It did not go this smoothly. It was my oh, first no. time canoeing. The people <laughs> were on the dock and they were laughing oh, at us. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so it was not. And then we steered ourselves into a tree full of spiders. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Will would not have enjoyed that. No, Will would have flipped. Um, that was the same trip where we heard the like singing while we were hiking. Oh, I yeah. told you guys that story oh when we God, were in I me. I love that story. <laughs> oh, it was so creepy. Oh. It was so bad. And it was not, in Kat's defense, it was not my sister and I's first time canoeing. We should have done a better job steering, but we were like, we'll let her sit and like, in the most important spot and she will figure it out. <laughs> why? why? Why would we do that to her? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Terrible choice. It was still fun. I got it the hang of it eventually. Day. Yeah, we figured it out. We got out of the river eventually. We're here now. We so all got they- so many bug bites. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Did they build this base before or after the shimmer started? Because I feel like it'd be really hard to build a base inside the shimmer. No, I think it was before. It existed Because before. they said that, like some wardens went out to check the lighthouse so maybe mm-hmm. that's like a nearby i don't know but i do think you're right it would have been really hard to build a fort maybe the shimmer showed up though and they built a fort near the shimmer and then and the then shimmer like spread and spread and spread mm-hmm. yeah perhaps that's a good point uh mm-hmm. i really want to touch that no oh, yeah. um, stuff. It looks so soft, and I just want to like, put my hands on it and like make it a oh, spore yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially a lot of that is like reindeer moss, which is like really spongy. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting texture. So I feel like I always want to like bite it, which I know yeah. is like the worst instinct to have. Like I see it and I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. it would kill That'll me. Feel good but in my mouth. like, yeah, but I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forbidden cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the really scary place? Yeah, with the pool. Mm-hmm. I think so. This is one of my favorite sets. The pool, so in particular, it is so good. 
but it, it is really mm-hmm. scary. Oh, it's frightening. But it fucking smells amazing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Musty. Like in the basement, my favorite smell. (laughs) But like mix in a little bit of chlorine, I feel like, from the pool remnants somehow. And maybe Mm -hmm. like the light stench of mold. Mm -hmm. Oh, now you're talking. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably like dead moths everywhere. Oh, I would love to see a a moth. Uh, how a moth would look in the shimmer. That oh, yeah. Because they already look so cool in yeah. real life. Yeah. I'd love to see a mutated moth. Imagine their caterpillars. Imagine Ooh, yeah. the cocoons they would build in there. Oh, um, man. I feel like they would look fucked up. Like, there's no way that's not just cursed. Yeah, it's gonna look like a human heart. <gasps> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish that existed in real life. Though. I like, know. I'm very I want to be in the art department now. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, Garden Party, a film <gasps> in which Remy does all the art, I do all the plants, yeah. and Remy does all the wet, squelching noises. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Kat- we designed the set for your mm-hmm. show together. And yeah. it's Annihilation-themed yes. Garden Party with all okay. these fucked-up animals. I'm down. Because, yeah, I mean, I just finished the set for Rooted, but I say we burn it down and redo oh. it Annihilation style. <laughs> we can just have two versions. Oh, there we go. Oh. Oh, she just had a nice little camcorder in her pocket. It's so convenient. Uh, uh, yeah, this looks cool. I love that you're like, this looks cool, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> my eyes. Uh, the person um, who made that prop did yeah. a great job. Yeah. Prop belly. I'm just like oh, imagining yeah. finding this video in an abandoned <laughs> building. Oh, god. It's getting And it being your tough. husband. <laughs> yeah. Chopping open. Oh, it's so gross. It's so bad. It's so bad. I hate body horror, and I feel like every mm-hmm. movie we watch, I'm the one who makes us watch something with um, body horror in it for no reason. Yeah. That guy is taking it really well, though. Yeah. If someone cut me open, so still. <laughs> and my intestines were like snaking around. I think he's in shock. <laughs> yeah, I bet he's in shock, too. Uh, uh, Oscar uh, Isaac, uh. why are you doing that? <laughs> He's so happy. He's like, he's what, like, guys? fuck yeah! Look what I found. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, mm.
I don't think you could pay me money to watch that again. In a creepy pool basement? No thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the thumbnail they're using on Paramount Plus right now for Annihilation is Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac in that video <laughs> yeah. looking back at the camera. Oh, they're just like, why did you choose that? Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, thumbnail choices are so wild sometimes. <laughs> I want to know who picks them, or if it's all just like an AI automated thing. I also think different um, profiles get different versions. Mm-hmm. based on your general interests. Now, this is what I'm talking about. And it's also, like, spooky season right now, so maybe they were like, this is a creepy thumbnail. We should yeah, use yeah, this maybe. one. I know. My favorite thumbnail version is this wall in the pool. This is what it used to be. It's the... I love this. This is when I was like, wow, this... The production design and the art department is top-notch. Yeah, and it's also very... Like, Last of Us is very reminiscent of this, like, style. Exactly. Cool. Wow. Exploded. I really want to go into an empty pool just to see what it's like. It looks really fun. Uh, There used to be an old abandoned one at my college that I went to for (gasps) undergrad. Did you party in there? uh, No, it was really creepy and probably haunted, though. We definitely snuck into the tunnels because we were friends with one of the security guards. Mm -hmm. And so he gave us the key and we like went and (laughs) snuck around the locked area. That sounds so cool. It was pretty cool, but I was really freaked out. I was like, we're going to see a ghost. I am scared. I feel like the acoustics would be weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And I also didn't like breaking the rules. (laughs) That adds up. I like that you had permission to be there from the one person that would get you in trouble and you were still like... Oh, he would have gotten in trouble, though. I guess that's for doing that. It's another really nice glass. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta find out where they really juice juice glass. Don't leave. Jack says this to me all the time. Like this, like he's leave every time he leaves for work, he says it like he's leaving for twenty years. And he oh says, my god, I do love you. Like, oh my god! I realized as I was telling you this that it sounded like just just me being like humble brag. My husband says he loves me. Um, <laughs> he actually quotes me.
I love that tiny microscope. Oh I God. know. I'm I want one like, of those. <laughs> <laughs> She's just been lugging that around in her pack this whole time. It's That's so what cute. I always think. I'm like, imagine taking that bad boy on a hike, but also I mm-hmm. absolutely would. Yeah, I'm always like, those guns must weigh so much. I can't uh, imagine lugging that and a whole pack around. I, yeah. I couldn't do it. Everybody's acting up somehow. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Are all these lights running on generators, you think? Oh, that's a good question. 
I feel like they would have to be. Mm-hmm. They can't be on the grid. I feel like the shimmer would, like, mess it up too much. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Wow. That bear is huge. Mm-hmm. I know. How did we miss it? How did we not see that thing? Neat. it would have been safer if they had all just been up in the watchtower and like mm-hmm. one person guarded the stairs or something. Yeah. No. Why were people guarding it from the ground? But that bear can't get up the stairs. It's no, too big. Way too big. Yeah. Also, at, at the least very you could least, see the bear. Yeah, like you would know where to look. Yeah. At the stairwell. You'd be like, what's that giant tree doing walking <laughs> towards us? Wait a minute! Like, mm-hmm. you would have a split second at least before someone just gets like Snatched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her. What a line delivery. <laughs>
I just want to eat all of the fungi in this movie. So, so bad. Especially for some reason, yellow. I don't know why, mm. but my mouth is like, ooh, that would be. <laughs> I'm also obsessed with the daisy <clears throat> mutations they do. So if you look in, like, the bottom corner of the screen, they have those massive centers. They just look so mm-hmm. whimsical and delightful, but mm-hmm. also, like, kind of scary, which I love. And that's not, like, abnormal for a mutation, actually, which is super interesting. Mm. I mean, obviously, those are huge, so that's, you know, unnatural, but a lot of times their flowers can, like, fuse. That's so pretty. I don't know how I would describe that noise in my open captions. A uh, guttural. It's a velociraptor yeah. type yeah. noise. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot about this. Oh my this. gosh. Yeah. So um, pretty. Yeah. What a cool, cool choice. What are their little, what are their antlers? They look Based like on? cherry blossoms to me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see much better now. Beautiful. Oh, They look like little whippet there. <laughs> yeah. I was walking in the park today and I saw a bunch of deer and then there was this couple walking a couple of like greyhounds and they looked so much like the deer that I was like, are those people just like walking deer? (laughs) Because they are far enough away. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh no, those are just brown dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Just brown dogs. I love a greyhound. They're so sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they were very cute. It could have been the ones that are, like, slightly larger than a greyhound. Is there mm. a breed that's slightly larger? What are those they're, called? Um, so they're not, like, or a deer yeah. hound? Mm-hmm. Oh, a deer hound would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a deer. But it's a hound. I really want a wolf hound, but we live in a tiny house, so I've mm. been told that's impossible. Boo. Well, I barely, barely ate any of her. What the? Yeah. yeah the wasteful. Waste. I was yeah. just in it for the thrill of realistic. I like that that's our, our hateful comment. We're like, oh, that bear barely touched her. <laughs> God. <laughs> Such a light mauling. People are starving. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the fog has, like, rainbows in it. Mm-hmm. That's a cool touch. Oh, so pretty. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 
town rules. Cool truck. <laughs> I was always my that favorite truck. part of those. Of any kind of, like, abandoned thing. Other than the plants taking over, obviously. I love, like, mm-hmm. the creepy abandoned trucks. Mm-hmm. When we were in Maine, Remy kept pointing out different trucks that she wanted to buy for when she moved to Maine. Yeah, like trucks for sale on the side of the road. Like a little I mean, a little Nissan. Those little tiny guys. Oh, those. those are so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, I oh. really want an old truck, like what Bellis Juan drives in Twilight. I just want to beep bop around and terrorize the roads on the, in one of those. <laughs> She's so good. Was that the part you wanted to talk about then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll talk right. about um and now is I think like a good a good yeah, spot this to is stop. A good- I'm just going to note that time. Yeah, go for it. All right. And we have paused the film. So um, we'll be restarting at one hour, six minutes and 25 seconds. If you want to get to that for the next block of the pod. Absolutely. Um, And for intermission, I just wanted to take a second to talk about this because it's such an interesting phenomenon. So they're right, obviously, that like, Plants cannot take on animal form. That's impossible, clearly. Like, the genes are completely different there. But there is actually a plant in nature that can take the shape of different plants, which is super, super interesting. Um, So I wanted to just take a second to kind of talk about that. And we're not going to go super deep just because this is a long movie. It's a long episode. Um, But I'm sure we'll cover it again. 
This is just a really interesting phenomenon, so I wanted to make sure that we talked about it, especially because we haven't gotten to talk too much about mutation on the podcast yet, but it's a super important part of plants and how they hybridize and really how everything continues to work. So I figured we'd jump into it. This is a plant that I've been interested in for a super, super long time. And this movie is a good place to talk about it because they have this interesting mutation. So there is a plant. It's native to the Chilean rainforest. And it is called, I'm going to butcher this botanical name, but it is called Boquilia trilofoliata. And it is a perennial native vine. It is um, essentially like a big woody vine that mimics whatever host plant it's growing up. Um, and I'm not, we're not entirely sure exactly why it's doing this because it's not like it's evolved in a time where humans were constantly like cutting it down. But there obviously are benefits to blending in. It does have edible berries that a lot of things like to eat. Um, but I couldn't find anything that said it was like super tasty and that's why it would behoove it to blend in. So we're still not entirely sure why it does this, but it does camouflage itself. Um, so the kind of process that it takes on to camouflage itself onto the different plants that it's, it's host plant is called mimetic polymorphism. And essentially what that means is that the plant is kind of growing up and it is able to exactly mimic the kind of leaves that its host plant has. So it's able to yeah. change shape, change color, change texture to try and as closely mimic the plant that it's growing on. Mm. Um, and scientists have been doing studies because we're still trying to understand how is it that this plant is like getting that information, right? Yeah, because, how's like, plants it detecting what eyes. the host looks like? Exactly. And that's super complicated. We still don't have an exact answer, but there have been some studies. And at first, scientists thought that it was kind of probing these things by growing up them and being in contact. Maybe it had some kind of like probing root or something that could tap in and pull mm -hmm. some kind of genetic code that would tell it like, oh, my leaves, if I'm trying to match this plant, should be like lobed or pinafore or whatever, mm -hmm. like it's pinnate leaves. It should be this. Um, but they actually put it on a plastic plant. And this study hasn't been recreated a lot. It's not entirely peer-reviewed. It's a little bit controversial. But mm -hmm. they did put it on a plastic plant. And the plant was still able to mimic the shape and texture of those leaves on the plastic plant as well. Wow. So that's unlocked a lot of questions for scientists about, like, how exactly is this sensing things? What is it? Because clearly if it's able to mimic something on plastic, it's not just taking genetic code. Mm -hmm. And kind of understanding that. So there's still a lot of research that needs to be done. Um, but it is one of the few plants I could find that is able to change as drastically as the plant that we're seeing in this film. There are other plants, especially vines, um, that can like kind of change the way they look. Like po poison ivy is a good example of the way that it can kind of blend in with the ecosystem that it's a part of and it can change. But just like with any other plant, this plant can't completely change its genes. It's not as though it's completely taking on the shape of another plant. It is still a vine. It is still herbaceous. So if it's on a tree, like, you're kind of going to be able to tell more. And also one of the dead giveaways that I could find is the leaf structure. So it can't actually change the structure of its leaves, meaning, like, for my listeners, if you're familiar, plants obviously have a few different categories of leaves, like simple 
opposite, and alternate. And that refers to the way they're growing out on the branches. And these vines cannot change that about themselves. Mm -hmm. So it will always be a simple alternate leaf. It can camouflage itself to make it look less simple or try to grow like some more leaves closer together, but they will always be alternate. So if it's trying to mimic something that's opposite, you're going to be able to tell because it can't mimic those leaves exactly. And Mm -hmm. obviously if you were to do like a side-by-side, you'd be able to tell like, oh, this is clearly not like the tree it's growing up or whatever, but it is able to kind of change its shape so that it looks a lot like that. So that's a super interesting plant. And I just wanted to kind of touch on that because it is such an anomaly and it's kind of the closest plant we've got that's able to do something like what's happening in this film. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we don't know how it does it or why it does it. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm hoping I haven't gotten to do nearly as much research as I would like to on this plant. And I feel like there's also literal botanists that are saying the same thing. Um, So I'm hoping to be able to do a deep dive. It's definitely something that I've got my eye on. So I'm looking for more information to come out before we do a full episode where I could kind of dive into that a little bit more. But for the sake of time today and waiting a little bit for more research, if at all possible, um, I just wanted to kind of briefly tap into it for this episode. Yeah. So that's really cool. And I love those, those humanoid plants. They're just like so striking and Mm -hmm. the design on that is fantastic. Definitely Um, one of my favorite parts of the movie for sure, just because it's such an interesting concept. And also, when I die, I would like for plants to just replace my body. Like, if I have to choose a way to go, it's that this would 100%. That so cool. Yeah, right? that would be amazing. I guess mm-hmm. I could, like, if I started now training some kind of very intense, like, rose bush. I guess I could probably do it with honeysuckle. Maybe I should have done that for this, is I should have picked which plant I would put into, like, some kind of topiary of me. What would be the <laughs> easiest plant to recreate this with? My money's on honeysuckle because it eventually does harden, but it starts off as a very herbaceous vine. Mm. But don't plant honeysuckle. It isn't invasive. Is it? Um, Yes, it's terrible for most Uh places. Here in New Mexico, you can kind of get away with planting it. It's not quite as bad as trumpet vine. But in most places, honeysuckle is extremely invasive because it doesn't have any kind of natural predators. Mm -hmm. And it grows very quickly. And mm-hmm. also, its fruits aren't as, like, healthy for birds and things that eat them. So, it can be really damaging to the ecosystems it's a part mm-hmm. of. We had that where I grew up in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And we would eat the nectar out of the flowers. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. super tasty. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, if you have honeysuckle growing around you, mm-hmm. eat those bad boys. I because know. I was the natural predator. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love that for you, Remy. Thank you for doing a service to your environment without even knowing it. You're welcome. I had no idea. I just wanted those tasty, tasty drops. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I think that is going to do it for our episode of this crossover. But if you want to see part two, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you right on over to our friends at Friend Diagram for part two of this crossover. See you there.
If you like the show, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rooted.Pod, we're on YouTube at Rooted.Podcast, and you can check out our website, RootedPod.com, for transcripts, updates, and so much more. Special thanks to Eric Cluxon for writing and performing our theme music, and of course, a special thank you to all of you for being here. Until next time, be kind to yourselves, be kind to the earth, and just like a plant, drink your water. <laughs>